Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Bad Mother Shipper. And I'm blah, 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 Noel. I'm not really here, though. And I'm your Cobra intern, whose ship has finally come in, codename Legion Cub. So Noel is uh, on maneuvers at some private beach somewhere. I, I actually I don't know where he is, but he he said tonight was a maybe. And when you're on vacation, we don't necessarily yeah. expect you to report in for for a last minute special edition of Audible Interlude. Uh, although at the same time, Noel, you're fired. Your replacement <laughs> should be here shortly. Uh, all right, we've I was already perusing the comments, uh, and I've I've got a feature. Toy reclaimer in the house. <laughs> Look, we're we're gonna talk about all of it tonight. I want to hear uh, your your good, your bad, your ugly. We've got uh, our sound offs that we took. Now, the last one was at seven thirty three. If anything came in after that on the Audible Interlude Podcast Instagram page, then you just didn't make it in under the line. But hopefully, you get into the chat here. Uh, and, and maybe you can take part in the conversation, Mandalorian Jedi. It will be an interesting conversation tonight because I think you guys that know us know, like we're enthusiastic. We love to love stuff, but at the same time, I think we can be realistic about things as well. And I understand that this, there's a lot to talk about with this mothership. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see who else? Yorktown Joe, what is happening? Yorktown Joe, good to see you here. I trust you received your uh, Cobra eel. Let's see. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yorktown Joe was our big winner with the uh, special mission Brazil answer. Um, <laughs> I feel like the guys are out there getting ready, like Rambo gearing up to go into <laughs> Vietnam and in first blood part two. Uh, look, not, not really, because I know we're all Joe fans and we all have our different preferences, our different thoughts about, pricing among other things so it's just going to be interesting and fun we're going to talk about it we're not you know i'm not under any illusion that we're going to change any minds or anything uh we got boil and pop captain speedy firefly <laughs> this mothership is it's special it is special well, yeah i was gonna say is that like ooh, i found ten dollars in these pants i just watched special or is it like star wars holiday special special <laughs> that is the perfect new way of saying special yeah uh, i like that craig dukas what's happening everybody check out shop slickalicious on instagram night of the nerdy laser what's up rich good to see you here everybody check out night of the nerdy laser um let's see okay okay so so here we go oh good uh the eel arrived safe and sound look at that Glad you got him. We've got more giveaways coming up. Not anything tonight because tonight's giveaway is the fact that we're doing a bonus episode <laughs> it's out <not>. of nowhere <laughs> with without Noel. What are we going to do without yeah. Noel? I don't know. Hopefully, we'll be able to figure out a solution before the episode is over. Uh, all right. So we do have to get our regular stuff out of the way. Follow Instagram. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at GI Joe Audible. This is the Needless Things YouTube channel. Tons of toy reviews, including. Oh, man, where'd it go? There it is. 
Uh, picked up my Vipra from Target today. Did a pickup oh. in store. So that's going to get reviewed next week. Uh, and stuffed into the bag with Vipra was this booze and booze celebrate with wine and spirits little, little card and pamphlet from Target. But what's weird about it, Target, as far as I know, does not sell hard liquor, but it does have an ad oh, for Fervo tequila. Ours does. Really? Yeah. Uh, actually... All three of the super targets in the Central Florida area. Um, oh, actually, no. Even the one that's uh, by the apartment complex over here that they use for college program Disney. It's like a separate door, almost like Sam's Club. And Here you go the in news. there and it's just, it's a really? liquor store. Mm -hmm. That's wild. So, yeah, it's probably a local. George's that's always why... been a little weird about alcohol. We get booze and we don't get figures in a timely manner. <laughs> right. That's your trade-off. No booze. Uh all right, let's see. Mandalorian Jedi. We can work that out. Uh we can work that out someday, but I do think we've got tonight covered. Uh Night of the Nerdy Laser bought two range vipers because of your review. Needed to have two and get them a little overpriced at a toy show. Hey, sometimes that's what you gotta do because those may never ever 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 show up at Walmart. Yeah. Uh we've got shirts on T Public. Neither one of us is wearing one right now because it is Cobra Mothership Night. Uh, but check us out on T Public. We have some awesome designs. Buy slick alicious on there. Uh, wait for a sale to buy them. And go to Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Look at the pinned stories for links on those t-shirts. Uh, segments episode this Friday, spooky stuff. We looked at the uh, episode Nightmare Assault. And boy, does it have some sound bites. <laughs> uh, our next live stream is this next Monday, uh, October the 23rd. So tune in for that. Put it on your calendar. And the next Hasbro Pulse live stream was announced today, uh, 1027 at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, next Hasbro Pulse with pre-orders, reveals, But I think it's unboxings. only for Pulse Premium, yes. if I read that correctly. But of course, we will uh, cover it in some capacity. My gosh, yes. I, don't, I don't think we're going to do another emergency last-minute live stream for that, though. Let's all take off from work and live stream while they're doing it and just yes. make it meta. We'll do a competing live stream. That sounds like something that'll definitely <laughs> pan out for us. Uh, all right. Let me close this up. I'm making sure I've got all my messages open, everything I need for reference, because my gosh, we've got a lot to cover here. Uh, you guys in the chat. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here we go. A uh, little input. What they're shilling is probably agave agave i know it's what's in tequila i don't know how to pronounce it agave. even though i agave even though i did listen to dax harwood's part podcast the whole time it was on uh, a lot of hard liquor companies are doing branded wine now Ugh. uh low light has to be the spookiest joe based on that episode i would agree uh okay so here we go first thing we want to cover with the cobra mothership uh we want to talk about what is a pre-order and this is from Super 7's Cobra Mothership listing from the website. A pre-order is a made-to-order limited edition release. They are available to order for a limited amount of time and then made to order and will deliver when production is completed. 
Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and uh, pop our image up here. We might as well start looking at pretty pictures. So that is their definition of pre-order to, to clear up any questions that might be had there. You guys in the chat, any, any, now, obviously we have no direct information from super seven. We're only basing what we have off of our own personal perspectives and off of what super seven has put up on the website. So we'll try to make it clear when we're stating facts from super seven and when we're giving well-informed opinions from us. And, you know, one of the opinions is that this thing is just too expensive. And look, I get it. Even if you just don't want to spend $600 plus tax on this, I can't argue that. All right. Let's see. What are we noticing? The copyright from Hasbro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a this, this is a licensed Hasbro product, 100%. Uh, okay. And, and well, and and. Nice segue there. Mm -hmm. Super 7 is not Hasbro. Now, what, what I'm saying there is from their minimum order quantity to just their presence online and in retail stores, they do not have Hasbro's power. They do not have Hasbro's money. Uh, you know, you notice the, the level on this, which we'll get to, but their 4,000 backer minimum is less than half of most of Hasbro's recent Haslabs. That right there necessitates a higher price because if you're using the tools to produce more of a thing, you can charge less for each of the thing. Super 7 is never going to make as much of anything as Hasbro has made. Like Hasbro's lowest run Marvel Legends figure probably has 10 times as many as Super 7's highest run Ultimates figure. That number may not be exact, but I think it's a fair guess. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So let's go to the hype blurb. And, and again, as we go along, anybody in the chat, if you've got specific things you want to address or, or just something you want to throw out there, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Toy Reclaimer, the O-ring figures do appear to have the swivel arm. I heard some people complaining that they didn't. Yeah, the uh, it from everything that we've seen, the O-ring figures. Now, I don't think they have a ball-jointed neck. It looks to me like it's a swivel neck. Christian, did you get to take a look at these? Let, let me zip through our... I did, and I, I agree with you. Um, I, I do think that it's just a swivel neck. Um, but I saw, I saw those complaints. I also saw people saying that they're not articulated at the waist and from the rendering, you can't see it, but I feel like when you look at those diorama shots, you can see that, that it is very clearly like, yeah, they, annoying. the, you know, the renders are simplified. I, from everything that we've seen, they're going to have knees. They're going to have swivel arms. Uh, like they're going to be latter day Joes. And I'm not too bummed. We've talked about it before. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Good, good point. Toy reclaimer. I exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's, that's very true. The comments were driving me crazy when people were saying that. <laughs> uh, so yes, I think these are going to be, uh, 
the top tier O-ring Joes. Uh, and we've talked about on the show before how the ball jointed neck actually is not everybody's preference because it can get loose. Uh, and it really didn't add that much in terms of posability. So let's get back to our number one slide here because we got a lot to get through before we get to that guy in detail. Uh, so now's your chance to join the Cobra ranks with this crowdfund vehicle inspired by the opening sequence of the animated series G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. Custom built to scale with 3.75 inch reaction figures as well as vintage G.I. Joe O-ring figures, the Cobra Mothership is a massive 32 inches in diameter and comes with three vertical thruster display stands to display your ship as it begins to take flight. Explore the forbidding exterior of the ship and you'll find multiple hidden defense turrets, 16 light-up thrusters on the underside of the ship, and a posterior ramp that lowers to deploy your army of Cobra allies. Remove the five exterior panels on the top of the ship to reveal the aircraft's awesome interior, which includes a command center with a rotating giant globe, an armory to store the arsenal of included weapon accessories, a prison cell with functional handcuffs to keep captives secure, explosive storage on either side of the posterior ramp to drop explosives on unsuspecting Joes below and more. Since every vehicle needs a crew, the Cobra Mothership will also come with an exclusive Cobra Viper Gunner reaction figure and an exclusive Cobra Viper Gunner O-ring figure. Help Cobra in their attempt to gain world domination by funding this mighty vehicle and receive the largest ship in the Cobra fleet for the first time at 3.75 inch scale. Now, my point of contention is 3.75 is not a scale. It is a size. One eighteenth is a scale. You know my problem with that. Uh, they shouldn't have trotted this out for this. Build hype with these first and then lead into the ship. I, I kind of, okay. I kind of agree because I think I said something. Christian, you, you may remember this. You may remember my words better than I do. But I think I remember saying if we had had a year of O-ring figures and then the Sky Striker launched, that people would have had a lot more faith in O-ring and the Sky Striker would have backed at a higher number. Yes. And my gut feeling on this, <clears throat> this was something that Super 7 probably sketched out a while back when the th the Cat Slayer actually funded, they figured we, we can try with this. I think the discussions with Hasbro and them now taking on O-ring figures came later in this planning and discussion. So I I agree with you, Toy Reclaimer. I feel like as soon as those conversations started happening, the Super 7 can put out O-ring figures, they should have paused this. Oh, this, that's a good point. This, this was is, probably in the works mm -hmm. when Hasbro decided, you know what, we're not messing with those O-rings anymore. Because Super 7 has said since they had since they got the G.I. Joe license that they wanted to do O-ring figures, but they were right. not allowed. Right. Now all of a sudden they're allowed. So I feel like this is 
like when Super 7 took over Motu Classics. Like Hasbro was basically saying, yeah, you Go can probably it. do something with this because we're not. Um, but without having that... Without showing us the other O-ring figures that are going to come out and what their plan is, I can see where people would get nervous. Yeah. But yeah. I have also seen people comment that they don't have terror drones and the cost of a terror drone, you know, mint is going to set you back close to this if not a little more. So, well, and, and we've got to talk about what close to this is because we haven't laid it out yet. That's um, true. So $495 plus a flat $100 shipping. I'm um, bringing it to $595 plus tax, which is going to be around probably $630, $640 uh, in the U.S. And yeah, it's a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I with look. the caveat and and granted when you look at that final bank statement it, it is costing you over $600 but unlike Hasbro Super 7 does you split does use split pay so you are able to break this down into smaller payments that maybe won't affect you as much as trying to drop all almost $700 at once. Well, and what's, what's great is there are several different payment plans. Mm -hmm. Uh, they've got, they've got one that goes, I think up to a year. We'll, we'll look at the plans in a minute. Uh, but there are a lot of different options for the payment plans. Terror drones can't fly. I don't think they are mutually exclusive. I got a TD this year and I still want this. It's Cobra's only mobile base. Although now, I'm picturing the terror drum like space the space a, mountain mural at yeah. Disney where there's just this giant terror drum <laughs> that flies through the air and I kind of like that. <laughs> I'm I'm hanging one of my terror drums from the ceiling. You've you've convinced me. Uh Toy Reclaimer also if you actually had Super 7 O-rings in hand to no quality it would help. And yeah, I look I, I personally look let's uh let's hide our slideshow. I've got some props here I want to bring out. Oh boy, let me figure out how to do this. Uh, okay, that's what I wanted to do. Good for me. Uh, so I'm I am a huge Super Seven fan. Uh, I definitely, while I if you go back through Needless Things, you can see where I've acknowledged some of the super, things Super Seven has not gotten right. Uh, but I'm a big fan of their stuff. You might see what's right behind me here. We'll look at that in a second. Uh, but first, I want to take a look at the Electro Charger here. This is a gorgeous, perfectly executed vehicle. It feels solid. It's high quality. It is everything I could have possibly wanted an electro charger to be. I'm delighted with this thing. Uh, it's it's great to me. The, I look, the seats even have like they're they're like rubber. It's not just plastic. Like they're rubber seats on this thing. Uh, it's got storage. It's it's a beautiful toy. Incredibly well done. And then, as you can see, I've also got this massive thing. A baby. Here. 
Yeah. Uh, and if you go watch my review of this, you see I acknowledge some of its shortcomings um, because it's not perfect, but it's the best Thunder tank you're ever going to own. It's massive. It's it's a landmark, incredible. T- Man, it's really too heavy to hold up like that. Uh, it's a landmark toy. If you're a Thundercats fan and you're a toy collector, to me, this is a must-have if you can swing it. It's a must-have. It's fantastic. Uh, so having these two items in hand, I am not worried about the quality of the mothership because I know. So, yeah, that's right. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. The tank is not as big as the mothership. Uh, all right, guys. I think we might have found uh, Noel isn't here, but I think we might have had a third as a volunteer. Let me see if I can beam him in real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for friend of the show, GI Joe scholar, the incredible word burglar. What's happening? I, I heard there might be some Gorn around here. I don't know if something about beaming. No, wrong, <laughs> wrong show, wrong podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. I just thought, how much fun would it be to have you here with us looking at this mothership, just talking about this thing? Well, I like uh, mothers and ships, and um, I don't know. I don't know. It's Monday night. Yeah, it's an honor. It's always a treat to uh, to be to hang out with you guys. So yeah, nice to see you. So we were everybody? just talking about the Thunder Tank as as a sign of the quality that Super Seven is capable of. Uh, dimensionally, it was pointed out that the mothership is a good bit larger than the Thunder Tank, and that's something that we're going to take into account. Uh, I got, I've got some visual aids here because we all love those. So a hundred dollars shipping. I've seen a lot of contention about the hundred dollars flat rate shipping. So I went online and I did a little research and I did a little math. And this is what I came up with to ship a 25 pound item, which by the way, is what the thunder tank weighs. It's not the mothership is probably going to weigh more. Uh, dimensions, 36 inches by 36 inches by 12 inches. That's my guess for, for the packing box for the mothership. Uh, so you can see right here, UPS, USPS said this item is too large to ship, which I don't even understand what that means, but UPS is saying $330 to ship something that size. Now, obviously I did this as an individual. I don't have the business uh, setup that Super 7 would have with UPS. I won't be doing, this isn't bulk shipping like Super 7 will be doing. But if you look at that, it's $330 to ship something the size of the mothership. Where I work, we ship out boxes that are 24 inches by 24 inches. And granted, we have to ship everything next day air, but to go anywhere outside of the state of Florida, it's $59 for us. So the cost of shipping has just, it's just gone up. That's Mm -hmm. one of those things that it sucks, but I, I don't balk at that as much as I do the cost of the product. 
Well, and we've got a good point here, and I actually agree with this. Toy Reclaimer says you're better off charging 600 and saying free shipping. I agree mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, the sh- yeah. No, I ship vinyl all the time, and so you, I could ship five vinyl, and sometimes it'll be like 60, 70 bucks, depending where it's going. Now, I'm in Canada, of course. But yeah, I agree. The $100 shipping actually seems quite reasonable for, for an item of this size. But uh, yeah, it's the... Uh, the MSRP that's a little prohibitive. So, uh. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of getting music out to the people, I do believe you've got a project that we should talk about before we get too much deeper here. Do you want to talk about your EP that dropped recently? Well, sure. Thank you. I just wanted to talk GI Joe, but I guess I could talk <laughs> about all those rhymes that I put together. Uh, yeah, just dropped actually today. It was a Bandcamp exclusive for the past two weeks, and now, as of today, it's on all streaming platforms wherever you go to listen to music, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, etc. My new EP is called The Spinner Rack, which comic book aficionados may be familiar with The Spinner Rack. For me, I used to get my my earliest comic books I found on the spinner rack at the grocery store or the corner store, the convenience store, the gas station. And I always loved just spinning that rack of comics. You never knew what you were going to get. It was always a surprise, you know, in those pre-internet days, which I have a feeling you remember, um, (laughs) you know, you'd just be surprised at what, what you might find. And, um, and the EP covers comics, cartoons, and action figures. There's a track on there about Inhumanoids. Yes. There's a track on there about my, uh, own original, uh, elite squad of super specialists called 1980 force, which I'm super excited about because we have a video dropping next week for that, Yes, which I think some, uh, some action figure fans may get a kick out of. So we had customs by my friend Ozzy, who some of you may know as Ozzy 13. He's an amazing GI Joe customizer and just custom amazing customizer in general. Uh, and he customized Every single character that I shout out in that song, which I think is like 24, and he created original figures based on O-ring molds, which I'm sure some people will recognize. So if you want to see what Last Nerve looks like or Strike Zone, the baseball-themed guy, well, uh, we've got a video for you. It's a ton of fun. And... um, yeah, so 1984. So I ended. Yeah, if you're into GI Joe, I think you'll you'll appreciate it. It's. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but if you ever saw a commercial for toys in between cartoons as a kid, um, I think you'll recognize a few things. You know, like grown adult men yelling at you to go and buy stuff right now. Um, <laughs> That's really what this whole podcast is about, to be honest. I mean, really, right? Right? So, uh, yeah, there's something about a wrestler screaming at children to buy toys. It's just, oh, man. You know, it's just kind of like the most fun thing you can think of. So, uh, yeah, 1984. And, yeah, so the whole EP, you can download it for free on Bandcamp it's, or name your price. Uh, uh, you know, I appreciate a cup of coffee or something if you feel it's worth that or, or, or whatever you, you want to do. But, you know, in these in these times, I know it's difficult and, and 
I, I'm happy to, to offer it for, for any price. And on streaming, you know, you, if you've got the streaming service already, you can find it. And, and I'm Word Burglar, by the way. So that's uh, just type <laughs> that in case, in case you need to know. Word Burglar, Spinner Rack EP. There's Easter eggs for comic fans, G.I. Joe fans, Sunbow Universe fans. Um, yeah. I, I have listened to the Inhumanoids track 57 times now. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life for a rap about Inhumanoids, and now I have it. Well, uh, that, all right. I hope it lived up to uh, your dreams. Oh, dude, it was fantastic, and, and it was. It's everybody go listen to it. It's it's exactly the feeling of watching Inhumanoids. <laughs> it, I, I've actually often described Inhumanoids as my gateway horror. Like, in, in I'm a huge horror fan, and that was one of the early seeds of it for sure. I agree, and nothing to this day, maybe like one or two things, but very in out of all the horror movies I've seen, nothing has like affected me in the way watching Inhumanoids as a you know four and a half year old or whatever I was at the time, you know, uh, it's like just melting your brain. Like, it's it's funny how the stuff yeah. you see is, when you were a kid sticks, kind yeah. of like this cobra mothership <laughs> in the opening credits there you go Joe, a real american hero and very very briefly uh in an episode that we'll be reviewing in a couple of weeks here uh but we'll talk more about that when we get to it so uh we got through the hype blurb we've talked about the shipping uh we have let's see let's get our slideshow back up on the screen here so we can continue on so Let's talk about early bird exclusives because they're a little controversial. Some people feel like if you offer an early bird exclusive, it builds up hype early. It gets people invested in getting in on the product and trying to get to that goal early. Other people feel like if you offer a limited exclusive like this, it's off-putting to people who come in later on and think, well, I missed the early bird. So has anybody else watched the, the walkthrough with Pixel Dan? Because I can't remember if it was him or Brian Flynn that said, if they make the early bird, then everyone that backs it. Now, that could have been miswording because that kind of threw me off. Like, what's what's the point of early bird other than just if everybody gets it other than guaranteeing it gets made? That's that's been done. Uh, I want to say Mattel. I think it might have been with the WCW Nitro stage. Initially, there were supposed to be early bird figures, and then they kind of went back and said, no, no, wait. F no, it, it might not have been the Nitro stage. It might have even been the old uh, the WWF, the retro arena that they did. Mm. But But in one instance, Mattel went back and said, no, wait. The early bird, everybody gets it as long as it funds by this time. And, well, and they did it with Eternia too. Mm. Uh, with the Eternia playset, uh, King Grayskull was the early bird, and then they changed it to everybody gets the early bird. Yeah, that's we've got. Uh, let me let me get caught up on the comments first of all. Look who's here in the chat. What's up, Rachel? Jealous of Berg gets to drive it. That's right. We know what's up. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. This is a good point too. The set costs the equivalent of $695 here in Australia, but the postage is free and it's worth mentioning that there are international options for this. Uh, oh, that's good. There are a, a lot, lot of times these Kickstarter type things aren't. 
let me get down to why even Hasbro hasn't quite got a handle on mm-hmm. some, some international places. So uh, international sales and distribution, U.S. domestic orders are only available directly from Super7.com. Uh, international fans will be able to order from these partners, uh, Australia, Pop Culture, and these links are all on the Mothership website. Uh, Australia is Pop Culture, China, Toy and Toys, uh, Wholesale, Europe. Uh, well, okay, so Wholesale is going to be distributing to local retailers, I guess. Uh, but Europe, China, Mexico, and Latin America all have options, and more are going to be added. And since we're down here, uh, there are multiple pay installment options. If you go to Shop Pay, they have, I believe, three different plans available, Ooh. anywhere from a month to, I think, a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, PayPal Credit, all PayPal Credit options are also available as payment plans. Hmm. So are so, you saying this will be, I mean, should it get, when it gets funded, let's be positive That's right. Here. That's right. Is it going to be available to stores just like some of the other, you know, other Super 7 offerings? Or is this, like, that? I'm, I'm not even sure. That, I'm not up on, on what they're doing. Oh, with right. Display. When he said that, it made my brain do a WTF because at that size, that is an end cap. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so all of Super 7. If you go on Amazon right now, you can buy a Thunder Tank. Big Bad Toy Store, True. Entertainment Earth, all carried the Thunder Tank. Um have all carried other Super 7 items. Like, we know Super 7's relationship with online retailers, and this is an instance where, you know, people always talk about how the online retailer orders come in at the end of a crowdfund, and I do think that's, to a certain extent, going to be the case with this, mm-hmm. because they're they're going to want to carry this thing, because they're, once, once it funds, uh, People are going to miss out, and there are going to be people who maybe don't have the money now, but a year from now, their financial situation is different, and they decide they want this, and they want to go to Entertainment Earth and pay $800 because they've seen the reviews, and they know it's worth it, and and whatever else. I mean, this happens with every crowdfund ever. Even the Thunder Tank that you can buy for retail right now did have a brief period of selling for you know over the MSRP just because of that FOMO. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of the parachutes as an early bird? Like, if if hypothetically, let's say you're backing this, the two of you, does the parachutes make you go, well, I need to back this right now? Or would no. you already be like, I got to back this right now? No. I mean... When I first saw the thing, I thought, oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is arguably from, you know, there's so many great openings of the animated series, but anyone who watched the animated series would instantly recognize this vehicle, right? Like from that opening um, of the uh, uh, A Real American Hero. And I was trying to think, I'm like, are there parachutes in that opening sequence when it, when it kind of starts crashing down, when the Joes take it down? And I don't remember that. Like, I don't... I mean, my my big thing is O-Ring, and we can get into that. I'm not sure how, how much you guys got into already, but I I don't care about the reaction figures. I want the O-Ring figures. I As, as I understand it, Super 7's always wanted to do O-Rings, and mm-hmm. they've been making the reactions 
I have not bought a single one of them, and I am the biggest G.I. Joe fan that I know locally. And they're warming pegs, and they're discounted everywhere I go. I was just oh, – wow. we, we still have Toys R Us here. They have the laser troopers. They have, like, the grunts. They have everybody, and they're they're discounted and fully stocked. No, they aren't moving. Like Interesting. The, the Joe reaction – I don't know how they're doing there. I mean, here they're, like – 25 bucks or something mm. and discounted i think they're now at about 15 bucks and they're peg warming so i don't know if they were o-rings i'd be i'd be all in and this is the kind of thing like i just i spent hundreds of dollars on carson's operation recall right on right. call sign longbow uh strike force alpha like o-ring figures great 400 bucks give me as many o-rings as i can get for this give me more o-rings and this add-on five pack it's just like extra expensive i think those five figures should be included already in that price because like i don't know it's a major incentive sorry i don't want to i'm kind of derailing no 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 no, no. this is this is what we're here for yeah having the o-ring i see what you're saying but i also think by having that pack separate the people who don't want to fund that can still get the O-rings, but I wait. Can they? Not, I, not I thought you had to buy the ship. No, you don't. You can no. buy the five pack separately. And by the way, five O-rings for seventy-five bucks makes them fifteen bucks a piece, which is, mm-hmm. I think, a phenomenal price if you yeah. compare them to Recall, to Longboat, right. or anything else on the market. That's great. Now. But, if the mothership does not fund, those do not get produced. Correct. And from what uh, I heard on a, I unfortunately I can't remember because to prepare for this, I was listening to a lot of YouTube's. Um, <laughs> but they said that when they some this person backed it, and they said when they added the the five pack to their cart, it's charged a separate shipping fee. So it's not; they will not be included. Oh yeah, they, it says on the, the website they ship it does? separately. Okay, mm. yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. the Hasbro Pulse way. Yes, yeah, I like Big Bad Toy Store. I'm not. No, I'm not. Nobody here is. I'm not. You know, being plugging anyone for sponsors. But Big Bad Toy Store, I like that you can add stuff to your pile of loot. Yes, and then ship together. And consolidate your shipping costs. So I will wait and get a few classified figures and, you know, then ship them together. I find with Pulse, you can't do that. So Hasbro Pulse, I keep getting like, I'll get one big box and there's one figure inside and I'm dinged for shipping. And it's like, dudes, come on. Like, I can wait and get Snow Job at the same time as my Televiper, you know? <laughs> like, if, if Hasbro could open the package and send you each accessory in a separate <laughs> box, they would do it because they just get some kind of masochistic thrill. Yeah. Uh, but also, real quickly, I got to jump back over to the chat because, uh, um, and I, I'm sorry, I'm totally going to mispronounce this and I don't mean to, uh, but he's made a couple of comments. Uh, Wotaj. Wo- um listen i am all about the adventure people comparison (laughs) so if if super seven were to do reaction adventure people or o-ring adventure people mm, take my money yeah o-ring yeah 
sorry. Yeah, I would love to see them do O-rings of everybody they've got because the reaction, five points of articulation, it's just not doing it for me. I got into G.I. Joe because they were the most playable, posable, awesomest figures. They could fit in everybody else's vehicles better than those guys could. You know, they could pilot a Millennium Falcon <laughs> better than Han right. Solo, right? right. Like they, I, the O-rings, the posability, so key. Uh, so taking a step backwards, again, why I haven't been able to and not listen. I, they look cool. They're fun. Um, and I love adventure people and the Kenner Star Wars, but I, yeah, I, I, my gut feeling is when they finally do announce the regular O-ring line, it's going to be based off the Sunbow look and they've already got the card heart. Like, I just feel like, right. right. How could you not use that reaction packaging mm-hmm. already for these O-ring figures? Um, I just, I do think because it's more Super 7 style that they, you know, the figures will all be Sunbow based. Yeah, I think so as well. I don't think we're going to see uh, like redos of just the regular 80s. I think it will be mm-hmm. Sunbow stuff. Although we'll also see comic stuff. We'll also mm-hmm. see international stuff. Maybe I'll finally get my Cobra, Cobra de Ako. Hmm. The the what I can't ever pronounce it right. The silver headed uh Flash's yeah. body with the silver snake oh, on his head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now so like that. do you think with the O rings, and again this O ring thing is a huge it's this on it's this continuous circle that we could just right. keep going around and around talking about. I was thinking, well, if they switch Joes to O-Ring, would they go and do like their He-Man line as O-Rings or their Transformers or their Stranger Things oh, wow. or Pulp Fiction figures? So, you know what I mean? Like, would you... Yeah, they don't have the license for Motu stuff anymore. Okay. So that, unfortunately, would be out the window. It... It, it depends on... I think they would need new contracts right Mm -hmm. with the rights holders um because toy contracts are very 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 specific because so many ips are branched out to so many different companies right they might have the license to do five points of articulation collectible figures but they may not have the license to do action figures or o-ring figures or whatever right Mm -hmm. like like uh hasbro has the rights to Star Wars to make certain sized action figures. What if Super is... 7 could do Star Wars O-rings? No. As much <laughs> as that would be cool. No. <laughs> the, but I think what what Lucasfilm charges for oh, the yeah, licensing it wouldn't, it wouldn't fee, work. They'd be $50 it, a piece. Exactly. They would be so much more expensive than the other ones that they're putting out that it would be like, why am I paying the same cost for a star Wars black figure? If you, but look- it would be cool. Cause that's the only way we would ever get those Marvel comics characters. Finally. Yeah. in Action figure form. If like you look, oh, yeah. If you look at super sevens history, I think if, the, and we're do we're doing way more speculation here than I planned, but the O rings are a key portion of this. It's what got a lot of people, thinking about this at all uh 
if you look at the way Super 7 does business, I think if they do launch a new G.I. Joe O-Ring line, which may or may not be dependent upon this mothership succeeding, they will attempt to tie as many other licenses as they can into the O-Ring format so we could get A-Team, we could get Rambo, we could get Rocky, right. we could, you know, there, there's so aliens. many possibilities. Yeah, Aliens, 100%. Like, uh, oh, yeah, it was so great. There, there's a lot. Look at this. Craig Dukas up here in the super chat. If not for the price tag, this thing would be hanging on my wall or I'd gut it and turn it into a ceiling fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is a beautiful piece. And uh, so let's yeah. let's take a closer look. So, so, so back to the parachutes real quick. I think they're nifty. I think they're a perfect <laughs> early bird. Because I don't really like, I'd love to have them, but I don't care that much. And that to me is a good early bird. They're so cheap. Yeah. I mean, not to like, it's just such a like, here you go. It's like a loot bag thing. <laughs> right. Like a birthday yeah. party for a seven year old. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not like, I'm coming at this as like a 40 year old who loves G.I. Joe. I'm now like, <laughs> and not being a jerk about it. Cause I think they're doing great stuff and I've got their, like their ultimate Cobra commander, I think is like the greatest Cobra commander figure. I own. Oh yeah. Yeah. Out of dozens. <laughs> uh, like I love their work, but yeah, something like that doesn't excite me. The parachute. Sorry. So I've got better our, parachutes for other lines. Well, even, uh, yeah, there's, uh, well, that's the other thing is that soft vinyl parachute is the adventure people parachute. And, you know, I don't know how well that's going to work, but let's take a look at the interior of this monstrosity. Uh, this is all render stuff. I just kind of threw this in here because they had it available. Um, I want to get to the the details, but if actually, if you look inside of this, first of all, that globe's going to rotate, which is fantastic. If it was just fixed there, that would not be any fun at all. Uh, but if you look at the deco on the inside, all the screens, all the panels, and notice at the front up there, the eyes on the Cobra are going to be translucent red panels, uh, which is a nice see where touch. you're going. Huh? Oh, we have right. got to see where you're going. Uh, you got a couple of radars up there. Just all the deco and everything. Very nicely detailed. There are your parachutes again. Just trying to hype up those parachutes some more. Uh, Go get that Rise of a Retaliation G.I. Joe figure. The whatever the gray Cobra Trooper was. I've, that, I've got it right over here. It's great. That parachute's amazing. And you could get those figures were on clearance for like two bucks. So yeah. Great. It's a great parachute. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Enough dissing of the parachute. It's lovely. <laughs> it's the, the Cobra symbol looks good on anything. Let's yeah, be that's honest. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh so speaking of the Cobra symbol being on things, we've got a sticker sheet, uh, which is interesting because you can leave this thing completely unadorned and I think it looks fine. But if you want to put those labels on it, uh, you get a lot of options there Two trouble bubble missiles, which is almost a little insulting since it doesn't include the trouble bubbles as the base value. Uh, but those do go in the armory, which we'll look at in a minute. I really like the stands that they came up with to give it the hover effect. I do. I just, with so many of these higher end things, I do wonder if you remove the electronics, because how many people are going to have the lights on? You know, if you're knocking 50 bucks off that thing. Yeah, but if they're LEDs, I don't know that it's 50 bucks. True. 
Uh, but if they were just painted circles rather than anything electronic with translucent panels, sure, the price would be lower. But then, I mean, it's a feature. Whether you need it or not, it's a feature they can point at and say, look how neat that is. And for this giant hunk of plastic, I feel like they need nifty I, features. I, but I think this is where if they had put those LEDs in some of the consoles inside the mothership so that you actually had that playable interaction, like with the dragonfly. Right, right. You know, the, I think that to me says there's more value in this than, hey, we have lights on the bottom. Uh, Rachel, I feel Super 7 may have missed the mark. There seems to be more excitement about their O-ring figures than their high-priced project. Uh, I would agree with that. Well, I don't know that I feel they missed the mark, although the people have spoken. But there is definitely more excitement about the O-rings than there is about the mothership. Uh, let's see. I would agree, for like, definitely personally. <laughs> uh, I mean, this looks so cool, but... You know, I, I keep thinking, like, as a seven or eight year old, would I have wanted this? I mean, sure, like, if it was like a hundred dollar item or something, like, is it, you know, you put it up there with like a pterodrome or like a defiant or something, like, this would have been like so, so great, you know? But I mean, to even me, now, this is, yeah. this is a G.I. Joe Millennium Falcon. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. makes it super cool to me. And if it had been made, Five, six years ago, it would probably only be the price of the Legacy Millennium Falcon. Well, I've got to wonder, mm -hmm. though, because, okay, what? how much was our last Millennium Falcon? When when they just did the reissue with the last Skywalker or whatever deco it Rise that was of available in the Disney parks, um, it was for something almost five hundred dollars so, so i mean consider super seven this being a hundred dollars more than that mm -hmm. and it's super seven who as i said does not have the reach or the pockets or the production numbers of a hasbro i mean if that's your comparison then then no this maybe isn't as detailed but it shouldn't be because it's based on a cartoon and not a live action movie uh, or a CGI thing. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think the inside is very well detailed. I, I think it is. Well, it is for what it is for sure. Just as detailed as like what the GI Joe headquarters. Oh, I would say more so was, so let's I mean, get the, the part that, that is, driving me a little nuts with them is they've done all these walkthroughs and we've commented before that super seven is like the worst at getting photos of their products out. I think the actual ship that they've done the walkthroughs with the interior looks much better than the renders, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, well, but that's usually the case, isn't it? Because renders always look a little fakey and mm -hmm. 
and and computer generated but then when you see the thing in person and the actual sculpt lines and the actual produced plastic it just has a better look to it yeah so i really wish they would swap it out and and use actual photos now but so we've got we can see here the functionality of uh some of the doors and things here you've got the brig is closed the doors to the uh front control room are closed and the armory doors are closed and and for the audio listeners uh please go check out the mothership website just just to look at these pictures even if you have no interest in buying this there's absolutely no way you're going to buy it just go check these pictures out and see like the care that went into designing this thing because it truly is a it's a collectible but it is also a toy it's got panels in the floor now so looking at the if you can see there are two panels on the floor that reveal like machinery underneath the the deck and i realize there's not room for it in the sculpt that they've created but it would have been so cool to have smuggler smuggling panels like the falcon did <laughs> not that cobra would need such a thing yeah yeah i mean i love it it's clearly like the more every time i look at it i see like the people behind this clearly love G.I. Joe. And it's made from like, you know, they don't just say on a whim, we're going to make this. You right. raised up a good point, though, you know, saying five years ago, you think like the price point might be a bit different. I also think even like three, two, three years ago, I mean, if you look at like the Joe fandom, which we talk about all the time, it's not the biggest collectible fandom out there right now. It's huge. I mean, Classified has proven that there is a lot of demand and that you make this thing, and I think Classified's the best thing to happen to G.I. Joe in forever. I think that's a given. But for the fan community and people who support these things, there is still a ton of stuff that people have paid for that we haven't gotten. The Classified His Tank, the Dragonfly, all the action figure sets of the last, like, three years, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, between Marauder and Operation Recall, Call Sign Longbow, like, all these great things, Robo Skull, like, all this great stuff that everybody has supported. I feel like the timing for this and the price point, it's just difficult. Like, if I yeah. look at, like, Kickstarters that I've supported in the last three years, I'm waiting on everything like i feel like it's all just gonna show up one day and i'm gonna have to like move because i don't know how i'm gonna <laughs> you know like it's uh it, it's a lot like i'm i'm still trying to figure out where am i gonna put my his tank and i mean but, these are i feel like the community's stretched thin but, so you, you know you bring up a good point because the gi joe fan base is dedicated mm -hmm. even though right now in the toy market it is niche and i think of all the other toy lines that i am a fan of that are niche where if anything is made for it the fandom buys it because you've got to show there's still that interest but these toy lines are so niche like i.e let's use thundercats as an example honestly at the price point i didn't think the cat's lair was gonna fund i didn't either it just funded. Yeah. Right? It wasn't crazy. It only made, like, I think, what, the first stretch goal? If me as a Thundercats fan, there's not a lot in that vintage line. So 
I could have a vintage cat's layer, but now I have a new product that's even better than that one. Whereas with GI Joe, my gosh, you could go to Joe Fest with 600 bucks and walk away with a mobile command center that you can customize into a Cobra base. So maybe there's just more options out there for collectors that are still, you know, a good quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So why, yeah, why do they need to go this route? I mean, it's the best at this scale. It's kind of the best new vehicle, though, we've gotten in a long time for G.I. Joe stuff. Like when you really like a new sculpt thing, Mm -hmm. like I was trying to think like, you know, Pursuit of Cobra had some great vehicles, right? Like all that 30th anniversary, we got that stuff. But a lot of those vehicles were repurposed from the American Real American Hero line, Mm -hmm. from the O-Ring line. They just changed the seats so you could fit those four inch guys in there. But, um, you know, there was a cool his tank they did. There was some cool new sculpts but you know this is the kind of thing we've been waiting for forever right and um but yeah like and you mentioned the the cat's lair i would love like to see the cobra island playset that was rumored you know there's blueprints floating around of hasbro was looked at into once doing a cobra island playset like if this funds is that going to be where they're going like cobra island playset i don't know what else you know, where the helicopter from the comics with that, you know, that I, that's a great one. That Cobra. I helicopter. think, I think that that is Aspid, I think is, is what that thing is called. That's what it's mm, one of the names yeah. that I can't ever remember for sure. But yeah, the helicopter that would have the modular, like it could be cargo. It could be a troop carrier. It have, it would have in theory, like an interchangeable part underneath. Um, Yeah, that would be, that would be a great, follow you know put this big boy out and then follow up with a few smaller vehicles that we've never seen before and that's and brian has said that he wants to do vehicles yes but uh th- this is it's not anything i ever thought we'd get and i honestly can't even say it's something that was specifically on my must-have list but but Bergie, like you said, it's a new, totally newly tooled vehicle. This is like it's like the Defiant all over again. It's a whole new big giant thing. Only it has direct reference to GI Joe. You know the Defiant they made and they had to work into the comics and everything else. This is pre-existing. They are actually giving us. You know how many years did we talk about all the stuff that we saw in the cartoon? that they never made as a toy. This is one of them and they're potentially making it. That's exciting. Yeah. You know, I get the same thrill as watching like, I don't know, Mandalorian or book of Boba Fett, you know, my whole life, you know, again, being an eighties kid, it's like, I just wanted to know what happened after return of the Jedi. And now whether you love it or hate it, it's like, all right, we're getting to see what happened next. And like GI Joe's the same thing. You know, I always wanted another season of Sunbow. You know, I always wanted to see like, where's this going to go? Like it, it, things ended too soon. And then by the yeah. time it got, you know, like this, ah, it's beautiful. Like the designs. I'm curious who originally designed this. Like, if it was like Marvel designed it and then Sunbow used it, or like what artists were commissioned. Oh it's, yeah, it's a brilliant design. But I haven't been able to find. I'm sure um, 
Dan uh, would know, or somebody who's into the um, the whole art history of it. But it's because uh, it's pretty cool the way you just had it in that previous photo, and you see that it is the shape roughly of the Cobra yes. logo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you can also see where the ramp is here in the mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just this just thinking about having this, and we we've got we're going to get to our sound offs in just a minute here. Uh, but just thinking about having this now, granted, figuring out where the heck you're going to display it, uh, but put, filling it up with figures. I like Craig's fan idea. Like that, that's like you know what? That's sort of the final frontier of my uh, my room. <laughs> <laughs> Replace yeah, the fan right. with it. <laughs> but just all of this detail, we've got the. Uh, there are the bombs ready to be dropped out of that ramp. Now, it would be cool if there were actually portals here to drop those bombs out of, but I get it. Let's not. I, well, but on the walkthrough with Pixel Dan, Brian mentioned something along those lines. Well, the verbiage in here said dropping them out of the ramp. Mm. So I, I think they're just trying to sort of hey, this is how this works because it's not reasonable to build in little right. bomb drop holes. And I just noticed that there's uh, parachute storage on either side of the ramp here. <laughs> so what are we going to... Are those just going to be trash cans if we don't unlock the parachutes? Well, that's... When I first saw it, I was like, oh, umbrella spots. <laughs> That's right. Please store your umbrellas here. Yeah. You guys, you don't we've, want got to... a, we've got a run-in. Look who's oh. here. Joining it. Let me remove our uh, brand so we can actually see him. Look who's here. Noel joining us from his remote, undisclosed location. <laughs> what is happening? I'm in uh, live record with Word Burglar and us. I'm in uh I'm in uh dark and uh record cold uh Florida right now. So uh, you know, enjoying a nice holiday. <laughs> well, uh you're here just in time. We're taking a look, a little more detailed look at the interior of the mothership. Uh but before we continue with that, just real quick, what what are your thoughts? When this thing popped up, what was your first thought? What's your level of excitement and how reasonable is the whole entire endeavor? My thought was this is an incredible piece. This is one of those things that like I've always dreamed about owning. And um, man, oh, hey, the lights just went out. Uh, it's very expensive and uh, going to take up a lot of space. And um, <laughs> yeah. Noel, you look like you're about to be Blair Witched. I know. <laughs> it's very fitting for a G.I. Joe podcast. It's like you're you're in this undisclosed, like your chuckles right now on your little secret mission. Oh, just oh, trying to get to where there's actually signal here. So awesome piece, but price and shipping wise, uh, where do you land on this? Yeah, that's that's kind of where uh, the big problem is. Price is going to be very inhibitive, um, especially considering that you know wh- where is it going to go if I if I do decide I want to plop down five hundred dollars plus shipping on it. And and that really is the thing is like regardless of how awesome you think it is, regardless of how exciting it is, price plus space 
is just a thing, especially with like where Burglar was talking about all the stuff that we've backed over the past year or so. Oh, here, <laughs> Silent Interlude says he's at Christian's house, but he has to stay <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> In the, the only basement. Florida house that has had basements. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Rachel, oh, wait, Sabra Cadabra jumped in. I'd have to mount oh, it on a bracket oh, on the wall. No space, man. I was actually thinking something along those lines that uh, Batwing that McFarlane put out that came with the wall mount bracket. Uh, Rachel, two things needed to back this a pile of cash and a big empty space. After purchasing a Haslab Sky Striker, Hiss, Dragonfly, and a Robo Skull Mark II, I have neither. Man, I'm excited about that Robo Skull, though. Of course, only one of us here gets to fly it, as was pointed out. <laughs> it's really comfy, you know? And, yeah. <laughs> it's tough uh, to clean so, the outside but uh but yeah great <laughs> well, that's, yeah it's that's what the it's uh support epic. crew's for yeah that whole robo skull campaign those guys crushed it so yeah shout out robo so here we're uh looking at the armory with the these are actually separate rifles and backpacks that are included uh with the campaign i i don't know how i feel about the sculpted rifle and grenades on the doors that open up there like, eh, it seems a little Fisher pricey. It goes with the parachutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Uh, so here's our O-ring, which we've talked about the O-rings. We've talked about the excitement about the O-rings. Um, Noel, you're indoors now. I am, and I have a, hopefully a good internet connection where I am, so that's good. You've got a good internet connection and a great echo. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm in the laundry room. <laughs> so what do we all think? How how closely do we think this potential O-ring line is tied to the success of the mothership? Would Super 7, would they really just not do the O-ring line if the mothership does not fund? I think the O-ring line is happening. No, I don't think they will. I think this is, this is Noel just exploded. Bergie, <laughs> what do you think? I it's been mentioned before. I think it's the O-ring proof of concept. I mean, this is if they are able to do O-rings, why haven't they done it yet? I'm a little I have issues with this O-ring. I'm like, look, does it look as good as an original Viper? No, it's kind of got the Viper point you know, the purple Viper helmet mask. Like, I, as an O-ring, I don't think it's the greatest O-ring figure I've ever seen in my life by a, a mile. But the excitement of that they can do O-ring figures is awesome. Like, I... If this was five different figures, <clears throat> different characters, you know, again, this, these are things that I would be like, okay, this is making it a, a lot more enticing for right, me. Right, you're, you're talking about the, oh, well, now this is a lock. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this, I'm seeing this as like proof of concept. We can do O-rings. There's clearly a demand. Everybody's hype about it. Uh, and I think we've seen it again, like with, the, I keep mentioning the Kickstarters, but like if you look at all the O-ring Kickstarters that have just happened, there is a demand. And those things look incredible. You look at those sculpts for Operation Recall and Call Sign Longbow, whoa. Like those figures are going to be phenomenal. Like everything they're, they're doing. So... um yeah, I I think they're gonna do O ring figures. Like I I think they they kind of have to now. Like 
because uh, I don't see once you've seen these, why would you get the continue buying these reaction figures? Right. They, they you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, oh, you, you know, were going to give me the good ones, and you're right. sticking it's, me with these. Yeah. <laughs> they've heard not. I don't want to say complaints, but you know, there's no doubt they've seen the online chatter. I mean, they all know. These years from the Joe people. No. <laughs> so. And and I I do think that this and obviously with Hasbro is the very they don't last want to do it anymore. Right. So we've got some good input here. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi says maybe if we buy enough of the O Ring Trooper pack, they'll get the idea. And I would be willing to bet that O Ring Trooper pack is going to hit the goal. Uh, I I think people just to get Troop Builder Viper packs for that price, I think that's very enticing. Uh, if Jay you can buy those though, without buying the ship, I will absolutely uh, definitely buy a five pack. But well, yeah, I thought I, I had to buy the ship first, so that's no, where I was you, confused. Yeah, you can absolutely buy those without buying the ship at all. But again, if the ship does not fund, then those don't get produced. But mm -hmm. yeah, you can buy as many of those five packs as you want. Uh, Jay Toygo says, if this doesn't fund, no O-ring figures will be coming. I think it's awesome. I backed one. Uh, Firefly, I think they want people to speculate on O-Ring not happening unless this funds. It helps the project 100%. Mm -hmm. I agree mm -hmm. with Firefly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and Wotaj does as well. Yeah, that's um, a great point. Yeah, I mean, they, they want... It's it's just like with the Sky... It's the same thing that happened with Hasbro and the Sky Striker. We did not know what was going on with Hasbro's O-Ring the whole time the Sky Striker was going on we still don't know what's going on with hasbro's o-ring to this day so no ring uh, you're right yeah exactly uh so to uh get back to there's our reaction figure which we've determined nobody even me who has a massive collection of gi joe reaction figures because i just love the style and the look of them uh but they're all still on the card except for the ones i got on clearance uh, but nobody cares about these anymore, so so we'll just put that away. <laughs> uh, Listen, I don't want it. They look cool, and I have the, this entire time. I've, d I've tried not to hate. I don't ever want to put out the hate out there, but I've just always said, yeah, I agree. Like, I wish they were O-ring. They they're, little, they're little pieces of art, but they're not, like, G.I. Joe action figures. No. It's the greatest action figure of all, long, yeah. of all time. Right. G.I. Right. Joe is the greatest, <laughs> the original action figure, the greatest action figure, a real American hero, the greatest figures of all time, in my humble opinion. There Why no would you less, go backwards? Why? There are no, well, it's because it's what Super and charge 7 more. was able, it's what Super 7 was able to do. I know, I if, know. If, if you yeah. have a limited means to produce a thing that you love, you're just going to go ahead and do it and do the best you can with it. And Absolutely. this is, by the way, this is the 73rd picture of the parachutes <laughs> that we've had in this presentation. They are really pushing these parachutes. But and, and I know you said that, like, they're all peg warmers up in Canada. Yeah. But we've discussed before that in the realm of the reaction line, G.I. Joe has been their most successful. There are more waves of G.I. Joe reaction than any of the others that they did that yeah, that is also why i'm convinced o-ring will happen no matter what because they know there is a dedicated fan base out there 
Well, well, the card art alone is, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, maybe they can't afford $600 for a ship. What was that, Noel? I was going to say, the tooling and the sculpting is going to cost a lot more for O-Ring, though, than it will for the figures for the reaction. Well, but the five-pack of Vipers is 75 bucks. Which, granted, it's five of the same figure, but that breaks down to fifteen bucks a piece, which is cheaper yeah. than any reaction figure has been in years. Uh, we got to check in real quick. Look at this: Road Pig John has joined the show. If the mothership doesn't get funded, I don't think they will invest in O-ring figures. Uh, I hope that you're not right, but I also hope it funds and we don't ever have to find out. Also, Road Pig, awesome, love Overwatch. Uh, yeah, and I think this is true as well. Firefly, the Vipers are probably a special price. I I think that's probably, well, maybe a special price, but if going forward they do offer troop builder packs like that, and maybe the individual O-rings are 25 because, look, that's the market price of O-rings. That's what right. we're paying for recall, for longbow. Like, that's what they are. Um. All right. What else have we got on here? There's, there's parachutes again. Okay, so these are the gunner's turrets, which uh, Destro famously gets knocked out of uh, in the intro of the cartoon. These, okay. I don't, these are so weird. And we've got a picture. Hang on, I'll find the picture of them mounted on the front of it. It looks like, like he, something T-Bob from Mask would turn into. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so this is what the turrets look like. So scale-wise, scale you see they're off, but that it's because it's a toy. That's how these things work. I don't, I don't find these particularly necessary. I don't hate them, but I'm not going to be sad if I don't get them. No, the skidoos you get with a bug are cooler than this. <laughs> yeah, it's so the, the the ship is so sleek, and yeah. those just break that that um, silhouette up too much. Well, and they also give away the scaling. Like if you have the ship just on its own with figures inside or on the ground in front of it or whatever then it's fine, but as soon as you stick a figure right in front of it like that, it just betrays the necessary toy scaling that was done here. So I'm, I'm just, eh. I'm not that super does excited. look good like that, Landed. It looks really good, I must it's, say. I mean, it looks like right there with the snake face and the guys yeah. running around. Oh, man, I want, like, Firefly and Scrap Iron, like, sneaking around a corner. You know, oh, it's, it's getting me hype. It's pretty then, cool. And then we've got tier two, uh, Super Seven Trouble Bubbles, which who doesn't want some Trouble Bubbles? Uh, they're definitely Sunbow style. They're not meant in any way to be recreations of the original toy. They're meant to be Sunbow Trouble Bubbles. Uh, I think they look awesome, and I want them. These to me are much more vital than the turrets, which I think is probably why they're tier two. And then our tier three. Uh, we've already established we don't care about the reaction guy, but <laughs> the uh, it's okay this... if you like it. It's okay, dude. <laughs> well, but that's the thing is, as you said, if they had been O rings all along, I would have been like they'd be open. Yeah, but yeah. since they're 
reaction figures i they're they're collectible pieces of art to me they're not things i feel the need to spend money on and open up and pose and do whatever mm -hmm. else because they don't really pose right. um, at this point mom and dad are getting a divorce and they look at the reaction figure and they say <laughs> it is your fault <laughs> uh but but no when I, but when i say we don't care about reaction figures because now we know o-rings are coming slash possible and I'll, I will tell you, once Super 7 O-Rings are a reality, I won't be buying the reaction figures anymore because O-Rings are what I want. But I've been buying reaction because it's what was available. But they've they've pretty much hit all the major characters in reaction. Like, I never thought, like, you know, we're not getting eco-warriors and... and... I keep yeah, wanting to say Monster Force, yeah. but I know that's not Joe. But, um, you know, I don't think we were ever going to get those in reaction. So I well, yeah, I they're, feel like they're... once they start doing O-Ring, it's like when they did the the filmation style Motu. Like, we're just not going to do cl the classic look or reaction because now we have this where we can sell you these same figures again. Mm -hmm. Well, the, yeah, where the reaction, yeah, where it really excelled for me and the the few times that I almost pulled the trigger were on those characters that we never got, like the Blind Woodsman, yeah. Raven, which I thought was an inspired choice for a figure, like doing that, the female uh, Cobra Knight Raven pilot, if they do like Mara, you know, like there are Sunbow characters, Hector Ramirez seems like a gimme. Like, why didn't they do that already? Yeah, we've um, been talking about him since like we started the show. <laughs> since in humanoids. I mean, you know, Jim, yeah. like he's he tied he's, it all together. He's the guy. He's um, the big Lebowski rug. Yeah, he is the beyonder, really, in a lot of he's ways. He's the Illuminati <laughs> in the Hasbro shared universe. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he's the one guy who's, who who's he's like the Neo from the Matrix. I mean, he's just like in on every he's plane. He's there. Um, <laughs> the, um, but like, I would love to see. There's like the Cobra Law characters that they didn't do, like the scientists. Like, there's mm -hmm. a lot of crazy Cobra Law designs that me personally for reaction that seems like okay, that could be that would be cool. So now that's where I'm hoping they go with uh, again with O Ring, like do that stuff. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, because as we saw with even Hasbro's O-rings, no modern O-rings are truly going to mesh with your vintage O-ring collection. They're just not. So anything new that comes along needs to be a strong, independent collection and capturing all those Sunbow characters that we never got. Those Sunbow looks like Bazooka in the in the Arctic coat. That was great. Yeah, that's a great choice. Uh, okay, so gung ho in the Arctic vest. <laughs> yeah, any no, any, any of that's no. Well, quick kick, right? Well, yeah, yeah, right. Quick kick. It's Arctic feet. <laughs> yeah, in Arctic feet. <laughs> <laughs> With his frostbite feet. Yeah. Um, that's not frostbite. The GI Joe team member. That's actual frostbite. That's right. You know, he he turned into a whale. Uh, <laughs> so here we have a shot. Deep cut, man. I love it. Oh, we we talk about that disturbing episode <laughs> all the time. Um, we can't talk about GI Joe without talking about Frostbite getting turned into a killer whale. This is why uh, I love hanging out with you guys. <laughs> so here's it. a shot. 
of the uh, the mothership compared to a human, and it's huge. I just included this because it's impressive. There's your extra value. It's a mothership, a playset, and a cosplay outfit, apparently. Yes. <laughs> yes, you just strap this to your chest, and you say, I'm a very expensive thing. <laughs> Is this guy from Farscape or something? I was at first I was like, what am I looking at here? Yeah, he actually he's just hover- that's his body and he's just a head in this round hovering unit. I want to Photoshop this now and put like a little blast. The robot from the Black Hole took it. his head off. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was just a hat. Oh my god. It was a human head all along. It's Cobra's Davros. <laughs> killer uh okay okay so here's here uh, there's that one here's your five pack of vipers that's uh pretty exciting just to see that you know as much as we talked about why isn't hasbro just offering troop builder five packs well look super seven is doing it and now, noel it, since you're our resident troop builder loving guy that's right imagine a pack of super seven televipers I think I've got enough televipers for right now, but if they do like cartoon accurate ones that have the that's what I'm saying. The, the that's what it would yeah. probably be. It would be five different tampos of di- like alert, trouble, danger, or whatever it is that went across their visors. Yeah. Uh, and then there are reaction figures. We'll just move past that. There's uh, another shot uh, on the ground. Oh, that's the one we were looking at before. Uh, and then a close up of some of the o-rings are there any of the parachutes on the ground uh yeah i'm I'm (laughs) sure they're they're hidden in here somewhere we may not know it but subliminally there are parachutes in this picture because they are the key item uh they look good there yeah yeah they do those look really good you need them to recreate the opening of gi joe the movie it's just a different ship Mm. right right uh okay and that brings us to sound off where we took input this is going to be our closing segment here uh we took input on audible interlude podcast on instagram go follow us there and every day that we're having a live stream you can give your input that we'll talk about here on the show uh our first entry here is mandalorian jedi After perusing the questions and comments here on Instagram, I feel like this topic might be covered in the episode already, but I wonder if this will be funded at all. And if it's not, is that because of the price tag and size? Additionally, it occurs to me that perhaps across toy lines in general, we are being offered too many large and extremely expensive toys, causing frustration from missing out, FFMO, rather than fear of missing out, FOMO, amongst consumers. And we've honestly, we've pretty much covered that, I think. Uh, it's, it's definitely, we've talked about all the crowd funds, all the things that we're still waiting for, all the high dollar items, all the large items. So this, this is a good point, And I absolutely think it's a consideration for all of this. Uh, Hillbilly Harper. I think it looks awesome. I can't get it, but I hope the ones that can do, can you imagine the pictures plus O-rings And this is another segment we talk a lot about uh, how toy photography has become such a critical part of toy collecting and of marketing of toys. And I think this is a perfect toy photography item because you have 
a great backdrop, a great diorama, a great centerpiece for everything. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for talented toy photographers like our own Legion cub, uh, to get their hands on this thing. Silent interlude. I'm going to do my best to be on for at least most of this one. Silent interlude. Yeah. Look, you've been on. Look right there. No such thing as enough televipers. Silent interlude has been here for the whole show. Got to keep those lines open. You need as That's many right. televipers on hand as possible. <laughs> That's right. When you have your Cobra-thon, you can't have enough televipers. Even though, I think, was there even a televiper in the Cobra-thon episode? I don't remember now. It was, it was like Destro and Major Blood. Uh, Just okay. always right off camera. Yeah, that, well, they were running the boards. Yeah. You, you put your faces on screen. You've got your tech support behind the cameras. Yeah, they were the teleprompter standing in front of Destro. Is yes, that what you mean? yes, yeah. <laughs> with their little lenses. That's the visor. Exactly. <laughs> their primary specialty is, you know, teleprompter. <laughs> Prompter vipers. Uh, XR Borges X. I can't justify five hundred plus dollars, no matter how cool it is. I want to stay married if I can, but those Viper Pilot O rings look fantastic. Uh, we we all I feel, feel that. this. I feel that. Yeah. But I also feel like, and maybe this is just because of my own weird beliefs and relationships uh but since you're already saying if i can there's a level of doubt there just go ahead don't <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling it's prophecy just if go I ahead can. and beat it to the punch yeah go ahead and give it's it a shot ask or tell your wife her goal is to make you love her more than your toys because that works out competition great for me Look, we talked about this. Um, I've talked about this recently is a toy habit is you're not you're not smoking, you're not drinking, you're not doping, you're not doing anything bad, and a toy habit keeps you at home. Uh and but but you I will say doing this, those things too though. <laughs> uh I will say this, my my wife, who I met in a comic shop and who has helped me find a great portion of the stuff that's in this room, I am still kind of trying to figure out how I'm going to justify this to her. And she's like super toy cool. So uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, Sneezy the Squid, what's up, Gary? I'm going to need a second house to display everything. Or you could do what Wotaj suggested and buy an empty Rite Aid. They're all over the place. Um. Get to them before Spirit Halloween does. Mandalorian Jedi, who's going to make your cold slither music video if you don't have enough televipers? <laughs> but see, uh, with Super 7, O-Ring cold slither oh, yeah. is closer to reality. Yeah, we're just a little bit closer to it. Uh, Lobo the Kid, $500 plus $100 for shipping and taxes. Maybe that's why Hasbro has been dropping pre-orders early to drain our wallets so we won't jump ship. Um, well, Hasbro and Super 7, this is a licensed product. They're working together, and Hasbro is getting a cut of everything Super 7 makes. So that logic doesn't quite pan out. Uh, I don't know. As cool as the mothership is, it's just a little too steep for my budget. And look, I get it. We all get it. Uh, Pavulft, I want that mothership, but the cost 
The fact Super 7 is delving into O-rings is so promising, though. Do you think that they have been able to successfully lobby to take over the Joe O-ring side now that Hasbro has relinquished it? I I mean, it seems that way, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think Super 7 will continue O-rings even if the mothership doesn't full fund? Also, what O-rings would you want Super 7 to put out first other than Cold Slither? Well, if, if Pavel was sending this from the future, he's already heard the episode somehow. Uh, we already talked a little bit or really really covered whether or not we think the O-rings will happen. I don't know if we really got a consensus on that, but uh, I would like to think that they will. But I'd also like to think that this will fund. But let's each of us pick one O-ring that we want to see early in the line if Super 7 continues with it. Uh, Noel, you want to start? Uh, give me a moment, since I didn't get a chance to look at these ahead of time, so I'm just thinking of my... Sure, sure. Uh, Christian, You, I think you were able to keep tabs on these all day. Have you got anything lined up? Yeah. I can finally get my O-ring Honda Lou. Yes. Mm-hmm. Honda Lou West, excellent choice. Uh, Bergie, you got a you got an O ring you'd like to see? Well, I yeah, already I got to go Hector Ramirez. Yes, I, it's no brainer. First ever time. I think that's another incentive for them to pick characters that have never had any type of figure representation ever. So Honda Lou's fantastic. Yeah, Hector Ramirez, totally. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like that that choice a lot. And actually, I'm going to follow you down that road. And get a little wild and say, I want an O-ring gem. Oh, yeah. Um, D- totally. They Brilliant. do have... Because Retroverse. The action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. giving... The, the possibility of Retroverse <laughs> has returned, everybody. <laughs> In humanoids, yeah. gem, visionaries, all of it. Let's do it. I would yeah. absolutely back a gem O-ring line along those lines my choice is going to be old snake yeah yes transformers yeah yep and do the autobots i guess they did that the club did that the autobots as humans yeah yeah Yeah. but those but those were uh like 25th slash 50th style figures weren't they yeah 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 so do those in o-ring too So yeah, that's uh, okay. We've got we've got some uh, suggestions from the chat here. Let's see what we've got. Uh, Rachel wants O Ring Pythona and Don Moreno, hundred yes. percent. Let's yeah. do mm-hmm. it. Uh, Jungle fatigues Quinn. Yes, yes. Quinn. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Ooh, I like this O Ring Sergeant Savage. Something Ooh. that never happened in a proper form. I would love to see that. And mm-hmm. Iron Claw. Uh, yeah. From uh, Extreme. I would love to see that. Uh, Super 7, five points of articulation globulus. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, see, Craig, they no. might have me at that. I have a weak spot. Jim Shooter. Well done. Shooter. Craig, you're on fire yes. tonight. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I need that now so my Marvel Legends Dark Phoenix can kill him over and over and over again. <laughs> and uh, Jay Toygo, O-Ring Mara. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. 100%. It really you can do both like, human version and fish girl version. Yeah. So both the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the... Or, or a color change. Yeah. yeah. Super, seven... Super 7 does enjoy doing. That's right. Uh, What's the chef's name? Oh, sorry. 
Oh yeah, the Cobra Chef from uh Yeah. Oh gosh, what was the episode? Sink the Montana or something? Yes. Was that the episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the Cobra Chef. Uh, Him Mr. and the C. and the the well. window viper. Yeah. Oh, the Viper yes. would be great. The they, they're the two-pack, the chef yes. and the, the Viper. His, his name is B.A. Lacar. Yes. Well, of course uh. it is. Uh, <laughs> toy, toy Reclaimer, the price in an unproven O-ring product is enough to give pause. 350 and this would sell. $100 shipping makes it all even worse. We've pretty much addressed the price and the shipping. Uh, and look, this is most people's perspective, and I get it, but that's just not what this product is. Mm -hmm. What was the helicarrier? I was trying to think of larger scale toys for this. Remember that helicarrier that Hasbro put out a few years ago for the Avengers? Oh yeah. It was long. That was not. I forgot all about that. That was was for this scale. Well, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It went with, it went with the three and three quarter inch Marvel Universe figures. Yeah, but I mean, it was truncated. Yeah, it, I mean, it what was I mean, like it fit on the bottom shelf of a toy aisle. Right, saw plenty of to, them. To, because in theory, it should have been the size of a flag. But mm. obviously, they're not doing that. But I don't remember what the price point was on that thing. I just remember for what it was. I that I think that came out at a time when the toy companies were not looking at collectors in the way that they do now so they were trying to release that toy because it was more of a toy than a collectible like it wasn't the sail barge it wasn't the the falcon you know what i mean like it it wasn't yeah yeah that if they released that now it would be a completely different product yeah because i mean it's I'm so looking to, at some on eBay, and it's really just one big solid chunk of plastic. Well, my, my son was actively collecting a lot of that stuff, and we we didn't pick one of those up. So there was something preventive about it, whether it was the price or the simplicity of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just a different animal. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to get like feel like what would be a price that people would be comfortable with. I mean... You know, yeah, now everything is like more expensive, plastic, you know, labor, shipping, fuel, everything. Is, we yeah. all know this is all going into it. Supply chain issues, you know, the like the boats are getting held up, bringing stuff over. Like everything is contributing to this cost. But yeah, a few years ago, if you wanted that helicopter, I mean, the helicarrier is probably like 10 years ago now. I don't quite remember. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think it was yeah. at least that long ago. Um, that's the the biggest scale, like widely released. Um, well, that's yeah, the comparable I item I can think of. The yeah. Millennium Falcon that came out when Solo came out that Christian mentioned that was, I think it was $400. Right. Because the legacy when... So when that mold first came out, it was what two fifty, two seventy five. I think it was two fifty because that's when I got it, and it then was... it got re released for solo. But then I want to say it was last year. It got re released twice. It once it was a Target exclusive, and I think you're right. I think it was for solo, and then it was a Disney Parks right exclusive. Because I was like, ooh, I'm rise of Skywalker the trigger yeah. on it. And it was, like I said, it was close to 500 bucks in in Disney. Right. And that, 
I just can't justify and that. And that's a Hasbro product that they probably made 20,000 of. Yeah. Not 4,000. So that's just, you know, it's different stuff. And look, the bottom line is if you don't want to spend $600 plus tax on this, nobody is going to look sideways at you. It's totally understandable. But I see the, even without any of the tears, I see where the money is. I understand. Like, I I get it. I feel like that's what this thing has to cost. And whether you want it or not for that, that's that's going to be a personal decision up to every, you know, every Joe collector out there. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as backing it, I'm waiting until uh, December the 10th, which I understand is not what you're supposed to do. But I don't need payments coming because I'm doing a payment plan. I'm not going to lie. I'm not paying for this thing all at once. I don't want any of my payments rolling in during the holidays because we've got my son's birthday. We've got Christmas. We've got November. Uh, November. We've got Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Uh, lots of stuff happening here at the end of the year that I don't need any $150 payments dropping in the middle of. And I saw quite a few comments on social media today. Of people saying that they that they normally don't wait until the last minute to back Kickstarters or crowdfunded projects, but they are with this one. Yeah, and I, I think that is if, probably the reason. If you wait until the last you know week, then on the payment plan, the shop pay payment plans that I was looking at, your first first payment doesn't come in until January. Uh, which which lessens the burden of it being at this time of year, because honestly we talked uh, or one of the comments mentioned that is, you know, this time of year is not the best time to be offering something like this, but at the same time, well, when the heck is. And I wonder if their reasoning is maybe with the holidays here, people say, Hey, just get me this for the next five Christmases. (laughs) That's a very valid point. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've covered as much as we can cover. We certainly went a little bit longer than I thought we would, but I wanted to talk about this thing. It's exciting. It's fun. It's big. And, and like Word Burglar said, this is a huge new G.I. Joe vehicle, the likes of which we haven't had. Really, I mean, you. I don't think you can even count the 2009 Pit play set. Like, I mean, realistically, what? The Defiant but is the last I... thing like this? Well, for new sculpted vehicles, there were a few yeah. in that pursuit of Cobra. Like, there was but the updated Vamp, this... the updated Hiss. Nothing this big, though. I no. think it was Rachel earlier that, that mentioned the, the Cobra the playset. And, and that was... Uh, a repaint of a Star Wars playset. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there. That's right. That wasn't the, an original sculpt. So. Yeah. That so was yeah, Valor just versus Venom, right? Was that? Yeah. Came out? Yeah. There just hasn't been anything like this since the heyday of GI Joe, and we're in another golden age of GI Joe, and it's exciting. You know. Yeah. I thought we'd have fun talking about it. So. Hey, Phoenix, I, I think the parachutes are going to become a regular thing on our show now. <laughs> Phoenix Richardson, we need to talk more about the parachutes. Well, we're actually going to do a supplemental episode just about the parachutes as soon as we're done live here. So tune in, uh, check out the Needless Things uh, Needless Things YouTube channel and Audible Interlude podcast for uh, full details on when to... Uh, it's, it might be behind our Patreon wall. We might do that. The our, parachute our episode will 
parachute Patreon. Yeah, yeah, our para paratreon shoot. I don't know. It's getting late. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there all right. you go. It is time to sign off. It is time for our final thoughts. Uh, we will start with our esteemed guest, Word Burglar. First of all, tell us once again where we can find you online. Tell us about that new EP and closing thoughts about this mothership. Uh, Word Burglar, wordburglar.com. The new EP is called The Spinner Rack, available on all platforms. Go give it a spin. Check out some comics. Check out some car cartoons, action figures. 1984. Stay tuned for the video dropping next week. Very, very excited about that. And listen, thank you, as always, for inviting me on. This is an absolute pleasure. I haven't stayed up on all the news on this mothership, so I'm sure there's some things that I wasn't aware of, and I learned a lot tonight. With You guys always spark like such awesome, thoughtful conversation about this stuff. And look, I do love it, and I think it's coming from a place of love and seeing a cool item offered to us as like this starving G.I. Joe community that, you know, we've been waiting for this type of thing forever. Um, you know, it's really cool to see. And, and I can see that passion coming from Super 7. And yeah, my final thoughts are I just want O-rings. Bring on new O-rings. Yeah. You know, Delta 17. I'm keeping an eye out for oh, those. Dude, did so, you see yeah. they're about to hit the ocean? The cases that they put up the picture mm -hmm. of the pallets of the cases, they're about mm -hmm. to, to head this way. I'm very excited. I'm just waiting um, to see who will help me make a rap viper figure. That's all I'm asking. Oh so. man. <laughs> Who's gonna somebody's gonna yeah. get that done. Yeah, but um but no, that's uh neither here nor there. But yeah, the the O ring renaissance has been happening via Kickstarters and, and yeah. these new companies. So that's super exciting. And if Super Seven can get on that, give us Mara, give us you know, Hector Ramirez, give us everybody in O-ring form. This oh, would be incredible. So, uh, Noel, final thoughts, and tell us a little bit about the finest. So uh, I think that it's exciting that Super 7 is doing stuff like this. Whether or not, you know, this thing funds, still going to be up in the air. I mean, I looked at it today, and I... And I realized I jumped in here late, so I don't know how much you discussed it before. I think it was at 278 backers um, when I checked it earlier today, which yeah. not a lot considering we're going to look for 4,000. But you know, hopefully we'll get a lot, a lot of last minutes because even if I don't buy this, I want this thing to fund. I really do. Um, but just the idea that you know Hasbro's not delivering what we want, but Super Seven is now getting the chance to do that stuff now with these three and three quarter inch O-ring figures. And I really hope that this is something that, you know, we've seen the the amount of stuff they put out with the reaction. And that really gives me like a lot of hope because that was the one of the disappointing things with the Hasbro owing offerings. We didn't get a lot. When we did, it was very expensive and it wasn't marketed well. It wasn't packaged very well together. But if we're getting, you know, with we know we know the packaging for Super Seven is fantastic. We know the way they're marketing is super, is, is super fantastic, and I think that's a great way to get this stuff out. Um, so those are my final thoughts on that. Um, the finest, since you asked, is an international GI Joe costuming club, and uh, we raise money for a fantastic charity called Canines for Warriors. Check out thefinestcc.com. Uh, check out the Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook. Have you ever thought about dressed up like your favorite Joe characters? Uh, Christian, final thoughts, and where can we find that figure photography that you do so well? Well, my final th thoughts, <clears throat> sorry, uh, I think for to bounce a little bit off of what Noel said, when I think back to the cat's lair, it had a very, very slow 
start. Yeah. It it I want to say that it didn't really pick up until after the halfway point, and even then, it was like, oh, I don't think this is gonna fun. So I have high hopes because I absolutely do want this to get funded. I have no space for it until Noel gets out of my basement. Um, <laughs> and even then, since I don't have a basement, I really just don't have space for it. Um, but I do, I do want this to fund. And you can find my photography on Instagram and Flickr under the name Legion Cub. And uh, I've, I mean, you guys know me and, and the problems that I have and the impulse control issues. I'm getting it. I don't know where I'm going to put it. I'm going to, maybe I'll just stack it on top of my thunder tank. I, I have no idea, but I got to have this. It's too, it's too special. It's too exciting. I got to own this thing. I want the O-rings back. I want Super 7 doing all the crazy characters we never saw in the original series and all the Sunbow characters, like, I, if if they start doing O-rings of what they've been doing in Ultimates, I don't need the Ultimates, which maybe I shouldn't say out loud because Super 7 will be like, oh, no, we don't want to lose Ultimates business. But that's O-ring will always be my preferred mode of G.I. Joe. I'll buy whatever else comes out, but O-rings are what I want. Uh, everybody in the chat, Everybody here live, thank you so much for sitting down talking about G.I. Joe. We've had a great conversation tonight. I feel like uh, we had a very reasonable, realistic conversation about this insane item. Uh, look forward to talking to everybody again soon. And until next time, yo, Joe. Cobra. Mothership. Cobra. <laughs> You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.